0: And let's see how this goes here. I do sometimes have issues. Sometimes this happens to me where Facebook decides to say. It doesn't want to, but there it goes, beautiful. I love it, I love it. Awesome. And it looks like we're gonna be live. I'm gonna wait till I can see us on this other screen, popping up here, see us, it's beautiful. Um, they almost see us. Hello, everybody. Just allow people to pop in. And um, I've got our chat pulled up. This is amazing. Hello, hello, everybody. I am Chastity, Chastity Anne, A lot of you know me as. I'm so excited because I have been manifesting. Um, this this is going to be an amazing show because. Ah, I have. Um, I met uh, Reverend Ed uh, when he was on, uh, and still is on, and we'll talk about, um, his stuff in a moment here, Global, uh, the Gurn, so Global Enlightenment Radio Network, and that's back when the girls and I were doing a show, uh, together, and, uh, wow, I, like, my heart just opened up, and I love being in his presence, and I love listening to him, um, What I'd love to say uh, is just a little bit about uh, Reverend Ed Brad Rick. He's an ordained minister with the Gates of Praise Ministries and is a radio talk show host with the Global Enlightenment Radio Network. He actually has two shows on there. One is called uh, The Road to Hope and then Reverend Ed's revival. And we'll talk about those um, as well. So you guys uh, have an opportunity to pop over there and watch him. He's on on Friday nights and Saturday nights. So from his youth, uh, Reverend Ed has um, been gifted with a prophetic healing ministry, which is why I was so drawn to him. I'm sure you guys can imagine why. Uh, And at 21, uh, his life changed dramatically due to an encounter with Christ A door open to the supernatural i can't wait to just chat with him so now he ministers um he does uh healing uh prophetic readings and counsel uh and occasionally uh reverend ed also helps those who are tormented by evil spirits so those of you that have worked with me know why He just makes me feel the way that he does. He is just warm and inviting and imbued with the love of God and um, shares uh, his love uh, everywhere he goes with everyone he touches. And I'm just so grateful to have you here. Thank you, Ed.
1: You are, oh my gosh, you're entirely welcome. You make me sound like I can walk on water. That's on my list, by the way. I've done, you know, I've got some of it down. Walking on water is next. So thank you for your kind words. That's very nice.
0: Yes, I think you'll do it. So, um, and I, I'd <laughs> like to be there for the event.
1: <laughs> oh, you'll be walking with me, sister. Don't worry about that.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Gosh, I feel like, you know, what, um, there are so many things to talk about, so many, so many places I wanna go with um, with uh, this conversation, but I really feel moved uh, to ask if you would open with a little prayer. Would you be open to do that?
1: I would be delighted, sure, sure. Thank you.
0: Thank you.
1: Father, I ask that you would show me whatever it is I need to see. I thank you for this opportunity that manifested For me to have a warm heart-to-heart conversation with Chastity Ann and with her listeners, I bless every soul within the sound of my voice that they would hear the voice within the voice. That they would receive wisdom and revelation for what they need and that they not only would be enlightened, but as a result, they would be healed as well. I ask this. With the power of eternity of Christ in Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you. That's beautiful. Um, I'm very curious. I was taken aback listening to some of the things that you were sharing with people, and I am so very curious how you went from Catholic priest to understanding (laughs) (laughs) to understanding. What supernatural is because I claim to be a recovering Catholic, and um, I I say that jokingly but not jokingly at all. And I just am like, how how does a how does a priest or someone of faith like have an openness to uh, any even the word supernatural? How did this happen to you, and how do you put these pieces um, together?
1: Well, it helps to be a fan of the television program, uh, Supernatural, you know? no, no, seriously. Yeah, I love that show, that show is great. Uh, to answer your question, there is uh, a, a, a phrase that uh, the master would, would say. He would say, "If you, uh, let him who has ears to hear, let him hear. And so uh, that means if you have a desire to know, you will know. So I'm like, I'm one of those hungry, hungry sheep. So uh, there's another uh, proverb that says, uh, cry out to me, and I will answer you, and I will show you the deep mysteries that uh, are hidden. So I'm like, I'm going to take that literally. That's the thing. When I was involved in religion, I was following a path of tradition that had the, the look. Of being godlike, but had no power of it. So I was like, no, I don't want that anymore. So I started asking, not people anymore. I started just going outside of the circle and just asking God for revelation, and He gave it to me. And so that led to the encounter that I had on the bike path, which was the first of uh, my encounters. And with, with, uh, with Christ and it just immediately, it, you know, that was the day that I died, actually. There you go. Wow. Yeah.
0: And that's interesting. I don't know a lot of the Bible, but somehow I find that uh, phrases come through me that I didn't know I knew. And one of them that I use is um, uh, let those who have ears hear or listen, I say that, and the same, I I do this one with the eyes too, for those who have eyes and and can see, will see, Um, you know, that kind of thing. So, hmm, all kinds of really fun synchronicities. Um, One of the, uh, have you had uh, any um, actual encounters with paranormal?
1: Oh yes, I mean, oh my gosh. Uh, I have a Methodist minister friend that I have breakfast with upon occasion, great man of God. And we sit across from each other and he's very familiar with how my life is. So he'll ask me, so how are you? And I go the usual, but one day he started laughing and I'm like, what are laughing? And he said, well, your usual is a little bit different than mine. And, you know, because he's a traditional, you know, minister in a church and everything, and I'm this like this lone wolf guy. But yeah, I've had a lot of paranormal experiences. And uh, the, the, I guess the one that happened after my encounter was an accident. Actually, I was at a, I was at a simple Bible study. The guy was really good. He was up there teaching, and and I was sitting amongst this group of people in this person's house, and the house was packed. So this guy was well-known for his teaching. So it was packed. I'm just sitting there. Now, About a person who was about three rows to my right, she starts to fidget and squirm a little bit like she was having a minor seizure. Now, I also have worked in the mental health field, so I'm familiar with seizures and such. And So I was kind of watching her. But there was something different. I guess you could say my spidey sense was telling me that uh, you know there was something going on there. So shortly after that, the the teacher's wife gets up and escorts her out to the back. As she walks by, as the uh, the, the teacher's wife goes by, I just tell her, "I know what's going on, and I will pray for you here." And so she goes anyway. About five minutes later. The preacher's wife comes back and she goes, Brother Ed, now I wasn't ordained at the time or anything. She's like, Brother Ed, can you come out and assist? I said, uh, My heart was like, "Uh, No, but my mouth ended up saying yes. I was like, Really? Oh boy, here we go. Because, and next thing you know, there's this woman and she is hissing and she's speaking in different languages and a petite little, little woman. And Just three guys literally trying to contain her and she's just manipulating them like she was being held back by children. Hmm. And then that's when things started to flow and I kind of had an idea of what to do. So as soon as I took charge of the situation, the spirit immediately started to comply. But I saw that she had something very bad happen to her in her youth. And that was how one of the spirits had entered into her life was through abuse. Mm -hmm. And then another time was because of her work in, I guess, apparently in darker things. And that was what attracted the others. There were three, three uh, demons that were in this woman. And as I addressed each one, she vomited this white foam. Mm like shaving cream and then after that she was fine and uh i was i was exhausted at the time because well i would never done anything like that before and i was literally just being led by uh, this intuition but this strong guidance now what she gets taken away and i'm just sitting there and the the owner of the house is busy spraying off the back porch and he just looks at me goes brother ed why do crazy things seem to happen around you because there were other things that would happen but nothing like that it was like other things like uh where i would spontaneously know something about somebody or someone got healed or whatever but you know this was and he was like man i don't know what's wow crazy things happen around you and that's how the reputation started and uh it hasn't stopped. If anything, it it's expanded and grown, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's so. amazing. That's amazing. Um, since I was a little girl, um, I've been able to see possessions, and I see them right behind the eyes of people, right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, you, like, it's like oh. you're looking
1: in the pair of eyes of uh, somebody else.
0: Yep, I'm and like, oh, I see you. I yeah. See you. Yeah. Um, wow. That's, uh, I think that we have that very much in, very much in common and you know why they get so uncomfortable. I'd love to chat with you about this. It's because they can't stand to be in the presence of your light.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) It's like they can't, they can't hide and they can't stay there. And they so, you know, the bodies shake, they shake and, you know, it's, um, yeah. Yeah,
1: And there's, there's even that, you know, those uh, stories in Jesus's life where he was in church or, you know, in temple and there would be somebody that had a spirit in the temple and the person would start shaking yeah. or have a, a fit and, or, or it would manifest and say, what are you doing here? Have you, I know who you are or whatever. You don't have any power here. You know, the usual stuff. Mm-hmm. And and it's just like, shut it down. He would shut it down, command it to come out. And then he said that the works that I have done, you will do and greater will you do because I'm ascending to the Father. Well, I'm just one of those people. I've been accused. Now, this is funny. I've been accused of being a literalist. I, I literally believe the Bible. Mm-hmm. I get accused for, it's like, what am I? So I, I'm supposed to not believe the words of Jesus? and. It, I don't know. There are many people who wear this that have no business wearing it. That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, I love that you bring that up because I find, um, well, you and I have had conversations, right? And, mm-hmm. like, and, I, and I feel like I have, um, I, I feel confused. I get, I honestly, I get really confused by the Bible. And I know there's a different language there. There's different time. And then of course, there's Messages within messages. I, I understand the energy signatures behind things, but like one of the things is you know there's a and this is interesting. I was just um, listening to something from Dolores Cannon or something like that. And sure. I, I don't really listen to a lot of people's things. You know, I just go in my heart and listen to what my heart says. So, but um, you know, there's the whole theory behind um, like two two different Jesuses and that Jesus, you know, I mean, some people are from the stars and some people are from the earth, right? And that Jesus is from the stars. And you know, that there's like a Jesus that came with 12 strands of DNA and a Jesus that came with nine strands of DNA. And there's all this confusion in here. And that the Bible is like twisted up in cannibalism. <laughs> just, like, straight okay. to cannibalism.
1: There you go. <laughs> Eat my flesh and drink my blood. Absolutely, yes. go for it.
0: Yes, I'm gonna just go straight there. So, help me, Ed. Help. Let's 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 chat about this for a minute.
1: And, and you, well, you're in good company because he had about 70, 70 people following him at that point. Mm-hmm. And so, well, then he just turns around and he says, "Listen, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, then you, you then you're not, you're missing it." Because my, my body is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. And so people are like, wow, this is such a hard thing to hold on to. Yo, I'm out. And so it just boiled down from 70 to about 12. And then so he turned to the inner group that he had, and he said, are you guys going to leave me too? And, and he's, they're like, uh, what did you mean by that? He goes, listen, the flesh produces nothing. The flesh produces flesh, but the spirit produces spirit. And my words are spirit and they are life. So he was telling them there was, the reason why he told parables was to really thin up the crowd. Those who really want to know will ask me. Those who are only there for the free food that I multiply on the miracles for the show, for entertainment, They'll leave. What he was referring to was covenant. Covenant is so important, and the uh, one of the ceremonies of covenant was uh, called the barith in the Hebrew. It's to cut with the blood flows. So I'm sure I've done it when I was a kid. You know, you cut your thumb and you tie your thumb to another person, or oh, we're blood brothers or blood sisters. Well, maybe you weren't as crazy as I was, but I did it.
0: No, I did it. Okay. <laughs> I got
1: to right. call and, all my pieces back now Ed. Well there you go. And and uh so what happened uh, and, and there's a lot of organizations that still do this. It's called the the, uh, the blood covenant, the blood ritual. Yeah. And it's a sealing of a promise made by your life force cuz life is in the blood. Therefore what they would do is they would mix the blood with wine and then the two parties would drink it. It was the death of two people and the birth of one brand new person, one being two bodies. My, let's just say you were a queen, which would be very easy to say. And let's just say I'm a lowly bean grower and, oh, no. uh, and, and you want to take my beans because my beans are, are powerful. And it's going to nourish your, your whole thing. So what you do is either you go to meet me or you send a representative who represents the whole nation. And you come either to me or to my representative and we make this covenant. Now I become a royal bean grower because your royal blood flows through my veins. And now everything, you're privy to all my secrets. Everything that belongs to me now belongs to you. And everything that belongs to you belongs to me. And we are one. This is super simplified as far as blood covenant. Jesus was introducing a new thing. He was saying, he was bringing revelation that man uh, was being restored in revelation to unity with himself. He was basically saying, this is a covenant that I'm making to awaken you to the fact that we are one. So drink my blood. That's why at the Last Supper, that whole Last Supper is a blood covenant. Now I'm making a new covenant with you. Take, this is my blood. This is my body, which has been broken for you. Take and eat. Well, in Isaiah, the prophecy was that uh, Jesus's body would be broken and that through his body being broken, humanity would be healed physically. And that though, and through his spiritual suffering, we would receive spiritual healing. So the blood represents, of course, the life force, right? So take my blood, take and drink. This is my blood of the new and eternal forever covenant. Take and drink it. And then they would drink it. And then uh, he said, now this is my body, which is broken for you. Take and eat. And they would eat it. And he was enacting a blood covenant between God and mankind, so that there would no longer be um, a sense of separation, but that there would be the unity. And that's what he meant when he was like, "Eat my flesh and drink my blood." Mm-hmm. In the Jewish culture, uh, they should have seen what he was referring to because they had to memorize that f- the first five books of, you know, of the Bible or the Torah. They had to learn that when they when the jews were in is when the jews were in egypt and they were enslaved when they were about to be set free they were told to take lamb's blood and put it over the doorpost and the angel of death because there were these different plagues that were put on egypt to set the jewish people free from slavery so the last plague was the death of the firstborn because pharaoh cursed the jewish people and god's like nope instead I'm going to turn the curse back on you. But the people of the covenant, because God made a covenant with Abraham and out of Abraham came the whole Jewish nation, I will make them exempt from all judgment. They have to put the blood of the lamb on the doorposts. And so they would. And the angel death passed over. And that's where the holiday of the Passover is. So they also had to eat the lamb's meat that night. So, as, and as uh, the account goes, when they left Egypt, they left extremely wealthy because all of Egypt just desired to give them, the, uh, you know, possessions and, and such. And so they left with all kinds of stuff, but also says, some, and that's the thing, you got to look at even just simple words, simple sentences. They left and there was none feeble amongst them. Well, that's interesting. You're Mm -hmm. talking about a million people leaving. It wasn't just like, you know, uh, six Jews were enslaved and they, no, this was a large, massive nation. And there wasn't one feeble amongst them. That was supernatural. They were supposed to see that when he said, eat my flesh, drink my blood. They were supposed to see that he was literally offering himself, his entire being as a love offering to restore the the revelation or the image of man back to the way it was originally we were designed to be the physical manifestation of the invisible god now people see god the father as a man up in the clouds and everything but he's not he's not that he's the highest consciousness call him what you will the i am that i am Mm -hmm. the ever-present now being and how do you about right but how do you manifest that so how do you how do you make the world see so he literally it's almost like you're putting a hand in wax the impression becomes the expression and so in a way god imprints himself into the physical world through the womb as as uh jesus the christ the anointed one and through the womb through the immaculate conception is born. but if you even and and this simple study if you look at like mark 4 the parable of the sower he said if you understand this particular parable you will understand how the universe operates if you understand that and i did i I studied it and then i saw the connection between that and how Jesus was born, it just made perfect sense. Everything he did, even his birth, was a message. And if you have the ears to hear and the eyes to see, you'll hear and say what he has to say. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. God is simple because we're like sheep. The reason why he calls us sheep is because, well, you know, when it comes to spiritual things, we're not, we like to think we're wise, but in the end. Where we're all pressing in. we're all seeking our way, you know, we, we all don't have it perfectly, just like a sheep. So, hmm. you know. But anyway, I could yeah, go on and on. But I, I you know, know, I
0: just I'm so fascinated.
1: It's not road to hope, so I got to be quiet.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. I just yeah. I get so fascinated by a lot of these topics, and you know, they're they are. Um,
1: uh, Did I satisfy your question?
0: You've satiated me a little bit
1: <laughs> Oh good good all right all right good good stay hungry.
0: Uh, yeah I always have more questions even when I have um, a feeling or an idea or I, um, I just I come to a conclusion or decision. I still keep my heart open because if I closed it up and decided that was it then I, I that would mean I'm not learning anymore right
1: that's wisdom and, yeah. even i state i'm i am i am the same way i'm always asking questions mm-hmm. now i have a lot of answers but i don't have it all the right. guest i have tomorrow is like a version of myself in the future so i've got plenty of questions to ask the gentleman when i see him tomorrow so it's so, just like yeah i get it
0: yeah that's still i can't wait i'm hoping that i get to catch um i get to catch you tomorrow night and you're on again i will tonight. send
1: you yeah uh no no tonight actually Okay. Nope, nope, Tonight, uh, I'm giving uh, Dara the night off. So, uh, <laughs> the um, what was I going to say? But I will send you the link, and you're thank you're welcome to, and you're welcome to call and ask your questions too if you, you want.
0: Oh, I'm excited. Um, so, this is interesting to me because when I do um, healing sessions, Ed, and I know you and I do sessions differently. God speaks through us differently, our own unique ways, right? And yes, so- ma'am. When I, when I see um, Jesus and I, you know, experience um, experience different beings and um, how that expresses through me and how I see things expressed through other people and how I see their storylines. It, um, it's like, it's, it, it's interesting because I see this, the stories of uh, Jesus uh, maybe different. Do you know what I mean? I, it doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. It's that I see maybe a different aspect of the timeline, or maybe I'm, um, but I do see things repeated. And I find it curious. And I would like to ask you this question about the Bible, because the way that I understand our learnings and teachings is that there are several books of wisdom out there. And it's like that. Do we need to take pieces of all these different books and like suss them out ourselves? Uh, because the way I understand it is like the Bible after King James or as the King James version that it was so infiltrated that it became convoluted. And so truth was really hard to find. Now, is truth hard to find because we're lost or is truth hard to find because um, it was infiltrated?
1: Yes and no, and I'll tell you, I'll, uh, you know, first of all, just to tell your audience, yeah, you're definitely blessed to have Chastity in, because this woman is very wise indeed. So, and I'm sure they agree, because they, they they stick with you, so obviously, you got something going, so that's, so kudos to you, and great question, great question. Uh, yes and no, and I say that uh, because... If you look at the Bible, especially the 1611, which is what you're talking about, I, I, the way I, first of all, my answers are not the traditional Christian answers, just letting you know. I don't, I don't teach religious tradition because it's pointless, powerless, and a waste of everybody's time. I'm, I teach the revelational truth that uh, birthed, or I wouldn't say birth, but the revelational truth that eventually turned into these traditions it's you got to go back you know what i mean sometimes you got to dig deep to find the treasure well that's what jesus said when he said that there was a man that found a great pearl a great price but he had to dig to find it Mm -hmm. so uh, and that's how we are right now this is this is the time when he's talking about that the truth is always available to whosoever wants it all they have to do is ask from a very sincere heart god is this real is this Jesus thing real show me yeah and you will literally trigger the spiritual principle that will bring the revelation you know buddha said oh what reverend quoting buddha yes <laughs> watch it now <laughs> he said when the student is ready the teacher appears mm-hmm. and that's very true and i have been on i've been on both sides of that now, as far as the scripture, as far as the Bible is concerned, think of it, if an, if an all-powerful being wants to get the truth out, don't you think he's capable of putting together a book, even if human beings get their hands on it? Of course he can, of course. I mean, if he wants to put out a book, ain't nobody going to take and muck it all up because it's, he is the all-powerful, either he's all-powerful or he's not either he now when i say he this is just traditional thinking but if he she or yahweh yahwah is that you know the actual the name for god is not jehovah it's yahwah it's the aramaic ancient language it's pronounced yahwah like a breath anyway if yahwah wants the book manifested it's going to get manifested you and i both know the principle of manifestation if you've manifested how many things in your life A lot. mm -hmm. Did it matter who got in the way? No. No, it came to pass, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Now, if you being a, a drop in the bucket, a drop in the ocean of who God is, don't you think that if God wants to manifest a book, he can? There you go. So he did. Now, the thing is, yes, people got in there. Absolutely. But it doesn't matter. The truth is still within that scripture it's still within the bible so our job is to study it out but unless you actually believe what it's saying it's like everything else you have to be initiated into these truths right so every truth there is a process every truth or every every experience this has to be a moment in time where i say yes i want this mm-hmm. and it, it you know uh Revelational truth doesn't drop out of the tree to, right. whoso, to anybody. It happens to those who want it. And so that's what's the beauty of the Bible is that if you really want to know the truth, you will find it. So uh, as, then the init- then once you do that, then the spirit of God starts to move on your behalf because God manifested the book. So clearly he can also explain it to you. And right. if you have the ears to hear, you'll be just looking at, you know, just reading the story about Jesus. And all of a sudden, one scripture will pop out at you. Damn! And be like, I never saw it that way before. And thus begins your journey. All mm-hmm. it takes is one. Which, it's called Rama. There's two words uh, in the Bible that re- refer to the word, okay? Logos, which is Hebrew, uh, sorry, which is Greek for uh, an entire thought. Mm-hmm. of God, of, of, of the every word, thought, and action. Logos. We get the word logo from, right? Okay. You get that Nike symbol. Everything that the company is about is in that symbol. So the Bible is the Logos, like Jesus is the Logos of God. Everything that you need to know about the invisible God, you can find in the person of Christ. The Bible is the same way. Now, as you are opening the pages in faith, expecting to be taught, then another word happens, rhema. And that means the inspired word, the spoken word, or the now revelation. Mm -hmm. So as you're reading that revelation pops up, you're like, oh, okay. And then you act on it. When, and that actually, that's the seed to, to miracles right there. If you understand that, When you get a rhema about whatever it is you're experiencing in your life, then at that moment is the moment of creation. You act on that rhema and the miracle or the manifest supernatural power of God will manifest in your life. Mm -hmm. Just like Peter, Peter was on the boat and he saw Jesus walking on the water and he said, if it's you, tell me to come out on the water. He knew who Jesus was. He saw Jesus walking on the water and he knew all he had to say, he had to speak it. Mm-hmm. He knew that if he spoke it, then the man would be able to walk on water. And he did. Now, when he started to doubt the revelation that he had is when he sank. But again, if you look at it, it says he started to sink. Now, I don't know if any audience members or yourself ever experienced starting to sink when, you're in the, when you jump in a pool. Did you start to sink? No, you sank. Yeah. Yeah. How does someone start to sink? Unless little by little, as he started to release the revelation that he could walk on water, that's how at each level is yeah. how he
0: sank. Yeah. yeah. Well that comes in. So <clears throat> this is curious yeah. because um I like how you say Yahweh, by the way, Yahweh. But so this is interesting because when I see in people's fields them trapped in a matrix. Uh, which mm-hmm. is an artificial matrix, right? Um, yep. I actually see an entire—I I call it a Yahweh matrix. It's not my sure. You know, it's not my um, word, right? It's not not my idea. I
1: believe that actually myself. Yeah.
0: We, then I can see it go all the way back to Saturn, and it's connected to like black cube technology, which is where a lot of our mind control technology is coming from. So how do we take? How do we take this metatronic reversal? Uh, in, in the world, uh, you know, that is like running through our systems, because, you know, speaking of, you know, we're little mini logos is running around of the universe, right? So, or what would that mm-hmm. be? A rhema, I guess, where that we right. would the spoken, the spoken Well, we, spoken. Well, we
1: get to be, right, but so that's interesting you mentioned that, because you said little logos is running around. That's absolutely true, because mm-hmm. we are living or as the King James says, we're living letters to be read of all men. Yes. So living Logos is for people to read because our life is supposed to reflect and manifest the invisible, the invisible one. Yeah, go ahead
0: well it just i just find it so curious because you know when that word comes up my body tightens up and i go oh you know when i see this in people i see this as blood sacrifice not good blood Mm -hmm. sacrifice we're talking like satanic you know giving giving your giving your blood to moloch and how is that tied to the to 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 yahweh Yahweh, yahwah however you say that like how how does this how do we separate these two and find you know, everything's so reversed. You know, we live in a reversed world and our minds, um, especially now more than ever, we're seeing people, you know, waking up to the truth of who they are, what they are, what God is, right? And it's -hmm. it's causing some schizoid behavior, right? So, um, like, how how do we suss this out and differentiate the Yahweh matrix connected to Saturn and God?
1: Right, well you we must look at it as a finished work Mm. so it's already finished the blood sacrifices and even the sacrifices to moloch and the you know the the blood rituals and all of that all of that boils down to covenant that's all it is that Mm. is all that it is it is a blood covenant between the people that that are doing the sacrifices and the, the beings that are uh, uh, using that. But it is no longer, uh, when, when Christ did that, he literally, I guess you could say, took, in, he absorbed all of that blood ritual sacrifice and then ultimately destroyed it. So that there no longer remains a sacrifice for anything. There no longer remains a sacrifice, as the scripture says, for sin. The word sin just means you're missing the mark of the divine ideal. So there no longer remains a sacrifice for that. Why? Because it's already finished. The image has already been restored. We are now in that place of rest. The problem is we do not believe that. And thus, what you believe is what you receive, right? If you don't believe it, then you don't receive it so if we're too busy going this way and going that way trying to in a way solve the problem ourselves without realizing it's already been done and that's good news because that because we're designed again how much labor does it take to 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 manifest i mean physical labor Yeah. yeah
0: Well, I none. guess it depends on the person, but none, I guess. It depends on right. their idea of what they right. need. The only la-
1: right, the only labor that you're doing is to labor into that place of rest, right?
0: Right. You,
1: when you are in the process of manifesting, you're getting the idea of what you want. Maybe I want my bills paid. So I see myself prosperous. Well, for me, I will go and find the promises that, that are in the scriptures that talk about how God pro- loves to bless his people or, you know, um, whatever, I will supply your need, whatever are the promises mm-hmm. or, or basically photographs of the invisible reality. And then I see myself already prosperous. I, I, as you know, I, you put the emotions into it. You paint the picture with your emotions, acting as if you're living in the end result and you're staying there. And then what happens? Do you make the process happen? Do you make it manifest? No, we just let it work itself out. And then when the time comes for us to do our part, the, the inspired action, and we do it. But it's a flow. We get ourselves into that place of flow for it to manifest. So the time of labor and all that is over. It's done. It's finished work. Now, all I do is believe and receive what has been the result of that good work. And that's why a lot of people, that's why religion doesn't work. That's why modern day Christianity fails. That's Mm -hmm. right. I said it. I always tell people, hey, you know, run away from the church and run to Jesus. Because as Buddha said, I'm not Buddha, as uh, yeah, Buddha, you had enough attention, go away. No, as, uh, <laughs> as um, Mahatma Gandhi said, I love the Christ. It's his people I'm not too fond of.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, so I'm not saying that the people who follow Jesus are bad. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about how the, uh, the different forms or re- religion versions of Christianity where it's all about you, you know, condemnation, judgment, because you wore dress, you wore dress to the service, you were playing, you know, played cards and you were, oh, that's sinful. Or this, that, and the other thing. It's just like, no, all that has been resolved once and for all time. And now we are in a place, either we're cleansed or, we're, or, or see, everybody's been cleansed and everybody has been made at rest. The only point is, do you really believe it or not? That's mm-hmm. where I'm coming from. I believe everybody has already been cleansed the karmic record has already been expunged, and the it's that's called good news right yeah. I mean wouldn't that be good news if you found that your karmic record was expunged and now you actually have the perfection uh the perfect karmic record as Christ himself well well then that would be a place of uh of great joy and rest they even had a holiday back in ancient Israel called the jubilee, and that was uh, every 50 years
0: that's such a fun word jubilee isn't
1: it jubilee it's a great word and it, and it is because at at the jubilee year any debts you had were automatically expunged mm. and if, if you were in debtor's prison and you were somebody's slave you were immediately set free and the reset button was pressed and you were forever cleared from any debt of any kind And so they called it the Jubilee Year. Well, why did they do that? That was a that was a prophetic um, symbol that that the Creator wanted people to have to demonstrate that one day we would have a Jubilee consciousness, a Jubilee, um, a spiritual Jubilee, where the debt is paid and those who have been enslaved are actually free.
0: Wow. I mean, it's so interesting when you talk about debts and slavery um, being free because, you know, we have such a consumer, uh, consumer or consumptive uh, uh, model. Here. Yes, we do. And it's like everything is uh, who are you, what are you, what are you wearing, what are your bills, where are you living, all of these things. It's just like take in, take in, take in. And it brings us further and further away from our God-centered selves. It keeps us further and further away from the jewels that God has given us and gifted us. And we don't realize that being rich means we're rich with spirit. We're rich because we understand what love is. We're rich because we understand the vibration and frequency of love, which ultimately is God, right? God's source. Yes. And so like, wouldn't it just be great if, if like our country, all the countries of the world could literally have like a consumptive model jubilee, clear the debts, free everybody and say, here's the deal. (laughs) Right now, all you have to do is just sit in silence for a few moments and receive And then we're going to go on as an amazing, loving society. Everybody's just going to like uh, trade whatever it is their gifts are, their abilities are. Nobody's going to have to be homeless or have no food. I just saw this video, Ed, that was like, you know, it's, I don't want to attach my emotions to it because I don't want to feed it. But it was, mm-hmm. it was sad. It was in South Africa and there were blocks and blocks and blocks of people waiting for food, uh, you know, to get into the store where there's not going to be any food. And then I think to myself, is that even true? Like, because we get so in our minds and they can show us whatever That's they want. True. Like, I think the devil is so fascinating because he's just so cunning and so um, kind and sweet and all these things but then not at all right and right we, exactly we're so easily tricked and it's like are my eyes playing tricks on me is it are they playing tricks on these people there's food everywhere how do we not have any food do you know what I mean how-
1: but it all goes back to consciousness-
0: mm-hmm. yes
1: without a vision my people perish that's what Again, it's another truth that's, that's so true. Without a redemptive vision, the people perish. They cast off restraint. They, are, they, they perish. Why? Because if they knew. If, if, like, for instance, everywhere true Christianity has been taught, it has prospered. Why? Because they believed even the simple truth You know, we're talking deep truth here, but even the simple truth that they are loved by the creator and that they had been utterly forgiven and that they can ask for whatever they want and God will give it to them. Just that simple revelation has turned nations around, but other nations that have not received this revelational truth are impoverished. Mm -hmm. Now, what about those nations that actually give up that seed? they return back to the impoverished state that they had. I mean, it's just like either you're plugged in to life or you're not. I mean, it's that, again, that's why Jesus, that's why the master said, he said, unless you're like a little child, you will never enter in the kingdom of God. You'll never enter in God's royal rule and reign. And he said, rejoice, little children. Don't be afraid for it is God's good pleasure to give you God's royal rule and reign. And then in another place, he said, not only that, but I give you the keys to it. So you got the keys of the kingdom, the keys of God's royal rule and reign. And then he turns around and says, well, I'm giving you God's royal rule and reign. When you have that revelation, you can take those keys and not only bless yourself, but bless others. And isn't that what it's all about? Mm -hmm. Again, isn't that all about the jubilee? Yeah. So, yeah. So the jubilee is all about healing. Those who are sick don't have to be sick anymore. Those who are impoverished don't have to be impoverished anymore. But they say, well, wait a second. You know, this might be prosperity gospel and this might be bad. The thing is, this realm that we live in is sensitive to our way of thinking. It's sensitive to thought. It's sensitive To words, I I tell when I teach people, I tell them, heaven is voice activated. Mm -hmm. So, what you can have, what you say. So, if you start now, think about how a person's life is. And you look at your life and you go, okay, you'll find out that what you're seeing is basically the result of your own self talk. So, why not just turn around and start speaking life over yourself? Thank you. I'm blessed by God thank you that all my needs are met i choose to see that and every night if you can't do that just wealth success yeah and then very soon when i started doing that people started handing me money i was like what is that and then somebody who was just observing was like what's going on it looks like people are people throwing money at reverend ed <laughs> well we all know we all know by the way just because a man wears a collar doesn't mean people will toss some money at him if anything it's the opposite oh he's after my money well no no i'm not and yet people people were giving me but then i turned around and i give it as well and then there's that spiritual breathing mm-hmm. i breathe in prosperity i release prosperity and that's how it's supposed to be yeah so, so beautiful right and that's That's the Jubilee. If if there is a takeaway from this interview, I want the people who are listening to know that is it is Jubilee for you. If you're listening to the show, you're taught, and I don't care if it's like two years from this moment where I'm talking to this wonderful human being. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, the message for you is you have. The Jubilee. Your record has been expunged, and it's time to receive blessing.
0: Ah, that actually makes me tear up, but I'm not gonna cry on the um on the videos. But you what should I love, cry.
1: Let's...
0: <laughs> what absolutely. I love about... I'll cry for you. Thank you. What I love about um, your voice. And, and this comes through with the voice of, um, of other people as well. But um, one of my gifts uh, that I've been gifted um, from God is being able to read energy signatures. And what that means is that your words are multidimensional. And there are layers and layers to the words that that we hear here with our ears, but you sing songs that people can't hear and it's so beautiful thank you so and you made me cry anyway but uh my daughter says all the time and she'll send this to me she'll send me a message and it says um she always says um i prosper everywhere i turn and so it and that's and she shares that you know prosperity she she believes she's going to prosper everywhere she turns and she shares it um you know? And she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's very wise. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Um, if any of our listeners have questions, um, please feel free to um reach out and um and ask Reverend and uh we can't even speak. Um and yeah. I would be
1: delighted to also, if there's a reading, a short little one minute reading, I'll gladly do that too if they want, if yeah. that's okay with you.
0: Yeah, that would be amazing. If anyone wants to pop on um, for a little reading, um, let's see what we get here. Um, We have uh, quite a few uh, watchers. Um, Well, not watchers. I don't like the watchers so much. I had one of those in my treatment (laughs) room one time. I saw this shadow and I said, well, who are you? And he said, I'm a watcher. And I said, well, what the hell are you watching? (laughs) Get out. I don't want you in here. Anyway, he was watching. So um, then he didn't watch anymore because I said, you're not allowed to watch me. Um,
1: Exactly. (laughs)
0: uh, Let's see. Does anybody want to pop on? I don't know how this works if they're allowed to like pop on um, the, uh, I think people can ask to pop on the screen, but if somebody wants to like say, hey, let's do a little reading here. We have um, some beautiful, beautiful they can even
1: text you a question and then yeah. i will
0: yeah i could do it that question. way pop a question yeah. in if anyone wants to pop a question into the feed that would be amazing and i know like it's okay like everyone says oh i don't want i'm afraid or you know don't be afraid just allow your heart to open up and pop your question out because i can feel quite a few of them out there
1: <laughs> oh yes i can feel them too
0: yeah they're bubbling up here they come so just in fact there's like,
1: actually there's someone right now that I'm picking up on if I may if that's yeah. all right
0: yeah please. all right
1: father I ask you to show me it's a woman okay she was moved by the jubilee yes okay listen I I, I could if, even if I call a name just because I'm calling the name of that particular person doesn't mean that that message is exclusively just them. Okay. It's also for whoever is listening. If it touches you and moves you, it was meant for you as well. But, um, okay. I bless you. Oh, and there's also a younger person. Um, uh, I think it's connected. There's a woman, she's, I think she's concerned about a daughter, but, um, Hmm. Do not be afraid, okay? Because I'm going to pray a blessing on your family. I bless you, um, and I bless your family with peace and health. I call for that young that young girl's uh, body to be whole in the name of Jesus. Uh, this uh, and, and and so that healing would be released in their body. And I command that unclean and evil spirit, release her and let her go right now in Jesus' name. Now, remember, this jubilee is a jubilee for you because the record has been expunged. It's, it's, It's done. And no, God is not mad at you, okay? God is not mad at you. Even in your failings, that has been forgiven, okay? You have been forgiven. You you have been cleansed. Are you willing to step up and believe that? He's opened up the, I can see it. It's like a, I, a prison and he's opened it up. And I'm saying to you, come on out, come on out. And it's okay. Take a deep breath because today is is the beginning of your jubilee. So go in peace and know that your daughter is going to be okay. Now, feel free to contact us. Let us know what's going on with that. But uh, that's one person. Anyway.
0: That's beautiful. Uh, Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yes. Um, for, yeah, feel free to inbox Ed or myself. Uh, Cindy is asking a question. She says, "If," and I think you answered it, but uh, I'll say it out loud just in case. Um, if you don't know what your sin is, is it still forgiven?
1: There's even more sin than you are aware of because we are not perfect. And remember, sinning is just missing the mark of the divine image. Yes. And short, yes, it doesn't even matter. You are forgiven for the sin that you know and the sin that you don't know. Mm-hmm and if you're willing to receive it it is done so go in peace and know that you have been cleansed today that you have been forgiven god forgives you and cleanses you and you are released go in peace
0: it is done it is done it is done that's beautiful i often say when when we're going in and doing work you know take this beyond my comprehension right because yeah. there are things that i don't I'm not even going to claim that I know or even have access to knowing, right? So, you know, taking it beyond and allowing um, spirit to uh, move as it needs to move and uh, allow God to do the work that needs to be done. Wow, I think we had an amazing chat. I don't, um, I don't like to keep people uh, too long, and so. Um, you know, we're at the hour mark. I would love to do this again with you at some point. Um, Anytime. Thank you. And you're
1: welcome to hop on Road to Hope or Revenant Revival too. So we can set that up. That'd be nice. I would And love then that. I can turn the tables on you and I've got three hours to. <laughs> oh <dear. laughs> so three that'd hours be nice. It's
0: a long time to hold my feet to the fire.
1: <laughs> oh, well, hey, you know, don't worry. I think that by the time you'll be floating. I'll make sure that you'll float away. You don't have to do the three hours, of course, but.
0: I would love um, it. I would love it if I end up having the time, but I'm going to pop on tomorrow for sure because I want to um, at least uh, at least to listen. But if you drop the link in, I'd love to pop on. I think you I have- will I drop the yet. link
1: into to you and then you can make it available to your listeners too if they want to. Yes. Uh, everybody's welcome because uh, if, if they're connected to you, then hey, I love them too.
0: I have, one, I have one really special request. Um, a dear, dear friend of mine uh, popped into the call um, late, and her name is, get this, Mary Nazareth. And I love
1: that. <laughs> Nick, Mary Nash. I love you already. Big, big, um, big hugs for you, Mary.
0: And she is asking um, if she may have um, a blessing uh, to help. She says, may I have a blessing to help me leave the rescuer? behind and um miss mary is blessed with um the gift of sound as well Um, she's an amazing amazing being and um i would love um i would love for you to be able to honor that ed
1: i would be delighted i will also pray a blessing that she receive wisdom and revelation as well Thank you. I'm also going to pray for uh, emotional and physical healing for her because I feel like mm. there's some emotional healing that needs to be done and mm-hmm. some physical healing. Yes. yes uh, the fact that, okay, good. The fact that you'll, uh, first of all, Mary, Mary Nazareth mm-hmm. is a name. Oh, I love that name. <laughs> Mary love it. Mary Nazareth, I, I do. I bless you which is the Greek word "eulogias," which means to impart spiritual power to fulfill a specific uh, purpose that is beneficial. So I bless you in the name of Jesus. First, that you would receive wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of who you really are, who God made you to be. In other words, may you see yourself as Jesus sees you, as God sees you. May you be filled right now, be filled with the power of God. I call for the power of God to flow from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. And I command every cell and tissue of your body to be made whole. Every joint be released. All stiffness go. Um, not sure about arthritis or some kind of stiffness that I command that to go in the name of Jesus. Oh, also I bless your sleep that you will sleep soundly and deeply and wake up refreshed because it is written that God gives his beloved sweet sleep. So sleep in Jesus name, be whole, be healed, be filled with power and divine love and divine revelation. You've already asked uh, cried out for help you've already asked for uh, wisdom and revelation and so that's why you're listening today because you have literally brought this to yourself well done today is your jubilee today begins the jubilee for you and i release you in the name of jesus from uh, the rescuer. be loosed be released in jesus name And if there's any other, if there's any kind of unclean or evil spirit around you, I command uh, the chains of darkness to break off you right now in Jesus name. Now you are released. Now you are free. Go in peace. And uh, God goes with you. Amen. It is done.
0: It is done. And so it is. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. Now, can I pray a blessing for you? Do we have time for that?
0: We have time. Yeah, we have plenty of time. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I really wanted to bless you too because, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm on here. I might as well, right? you got to milk the cow while it's there. You know, a, a preacher one time had this vision because uh, he, he didn't have enough. And so he was crying out to God and he had this vision and this, this cow was standing in his room and had a money bag around his neck and then he heard this voice say if I sent you this cow with the money around its neck I sincerely hope that not only would you take the money but that you would milk the cow before you sent it back and I thought to myself well not only would I take the money milk the cow but I'd shave off a couple steaks before I sent it back you know <laughs> so so we're milking the cow right now is that okay
0: I love it. Thank you. Is there a specific question that
1: you have? Is there a specific question that you have, or would you like me to suss it out? Suss it out. All right. I thank you for chastity, Anne. New encounters is the first phrase that I'm getting. New encounters are coming for you. Absolutely. Because the one who sows is the one who reaps the one who refreshes is the one who becomes refreshed and that is what i am praying for you refreshing uh, a season of refreshing come upon you uh, in in your intellect in your soul and in your spirit be refreshed be whole Mm. there is some hurt uh there's a like, it's like a, it's like a guitar and, you know, there's like a one chord, there's one string that's kind of like out of tune yeah. and it's, uh and it, it's almost like, um, it's the pain and uh, I'm not sure what that is, but I release you from that. And this, okay. Uh, I don't want to get too personal, but um there's guilt there and uh, like, you know, how shoulda, woulda, coulda, if I'm wrong, just tell me.
0: Yeah, no, so th- you're doing
1: great. Uh, okay, shoulda, woulda, coulda, but I am telling you, mm-hmm. you are forgiven. No, your, your sins, your sin has been forgiven. That missing the mark, whatever it is that you are holding against yourself, know that uh, you are uh, forgiven. In the name of Jesus, I, you, because of the authority, I release you from that, do you, re, do you receive that?
0: Yeah, I can feel that shifting in my body. Okay,
1: good, good. So be released and today is the beginning of your Jubilee and receive the reset button. You have seen something like this coming, a change, a shift. So I'm announcing it that it begins right now. And in its seed form, I plant that in your heart. And I see wings just sprouting out from you. And I just see like um, an unfolding of light because of your love for other people and because your passion is to bring light and to bring hope to others so it is that now comes the hope for you and so it is now comes the love for you and you are not alone and you will not be alone but I see a connection and your 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 day has come And there's a a list. I see it. A list of things that you have planted. Things that you're manifesting. And you're going to be able to check them off. Bing, bing, bing. And the fine-tuning that is being done in your heart is what is positioning you for the expedition or the expediting of this. But you must extend that grace to yourself. Look in the mirror and if anything bubbles up, release yourself. You understand? Okay. Because there is so much more for you and so much more for others through you. So um, I don't want to be vague, but you know, when you're on radio and television, you got to kind of be smart and not just blab things out. But there are, are, are things that you've been hoping for, things that almost like, but what about me? Because it's like you see these things around you and maybe other people, if I'm wrong to say it, but like other people are receiving in a, a, a particular thing, except for you. But now is your season. Now is your time. And uh, keep keep on keeping on because you please him, okay? You please God. In the end, it's like the little girl wants to please her daddy. And so you do please God. You do please the creator. When he, I say he, do you know what I'm saying? When he sees you, he smiles. I can see this. I can actually see Jesus just looking and smiling on you. And there's nothing, it is nothing there. There's nothing but love. And my job is to reveal that. My job is to show people what's really going on. And so you are actually receiving this, as I'm telling you, you actually can see it as it's like playing out. And So uh, that's my job is to do that. And so I know that you're receiving it because I can literally see like um, this golden light shining through your face. It's like adorning. So be blessed. All right. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Thank you. Wow. Um, hmm. <laughs> really beautiful um, comments and um sure wow sure saying much love to you chastity blessings to you for all you give to others and reverend ed blessings to you um oh my gosh i love you guys so much thank you um i received a message from god a while ago and he said to me rest warrior hope is on the way
1: (laughs) see exactly exactly hope is on the way and now hope is here you have it Mm -hmm. So now, rest. And I'm glad you wrote it down. Here's the thing. I made it a T-shirt, Ed. I made it a (laughs)
0: T-shirt. So I wouldn't forget.
1: Talk about writing it down. Good for you. Oh, speaking of T-shirts, I was going to wear this on the show. I wasn't sure I was going to. But one of my parishioners bought this for me for Father's Day, being a spiritual dad. But can you see it?
0: I love it, (laughs) oh my God. Not
1: today, Satan.
0: I know, I wish you had a t-shirt website. Maybe we should make you one so you can can have really fun t-shirts and sayings like that. I think that would be fantastic.
1: Uh, That would be good. I think I might start a t-shirt collection from the different people that uh, I come across. That'd be great. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I'll send you one of mine. yeah, I'll send you one of mine. Just tell me what, we'll we'll talk about your colors. <laughs> oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. That'd be great. Oh, and then I'll wear it the next time we, we, uh, we do something like this. Absolutely.
0: Beautiful. Oh yeah. my gosh, that was absolutely amazing. I'm just going to give a little shout out and um, shower you with extra love and blessings. As you know, you. Uh, God is with you and within you and touches everybody through you. So thank you so much for being here. You're
1: welcome. My honor and privilege.
0: Wow, guys, I'm going to um, uh, share with you uh, links. Uh, You guys can always watch uh, Reverend Ed on GERN uh, radio. So that's Global Enlightenment Radio Network. And he's on Friday nights. Uh, That would be 6 p.m. Pacific time and 9 p.m eastern time so and that is on fridays and saturdays let's see the road to hope which one is road to hope is that friday nights
1: that's saturday night
0: saturday night so that's tomorrow night you guys so pop on the the facebook's i'll have my i'll have a link on my page too so you guys can uh, watch him tomorrow night um uh and then reverend ed's revival is friday nights um same channel, same, uh, you know, same network, Global Enlightenment, Enlightenment Radio Network. I prefer to call it GERD, but then people want to know what that is, right? So, right.
1: And it sounds like GERD, (laughs) you know, is this indigestion or a radio network?
0: (laughs) Oh, so much fun. And you guys are allowed to call in and show up and do all kinds of fun stuff and uh, listen to Ed's beautiful voice and um, teaching. So, um, thank you everybody for being here, Ed. Thank you. Um, you have, do you have a donations page or anything that I can link people to because your work, like, I would like to be able to send people to send donations to you because you do so much community work and send so much love out. So, Thank you. you. Have-
1: yeah, I I do. And uh, it's uh, my PayPal. So okay. I, I will I will send it and then you can go ahead and because I, I keep forgetting what it is, but thank I will you. make sure you get it this evening. So Perfect. thank you very much for that. So yeah,
0: absolutely. And I'll have it in the link when I repost this and um, and uh, set it up on the YouTubes. Uh, YouTube's. the YouTubes. That's how old I am. I call it YouTubes. And I call it the TikToks <laughs> and the Facebooks, right? So, all right, guys. So much fun. love to you. Um, I love you so much, Ed, and I'll see you soon.
1: Yes, you will. Right.
0: Bye. Bye, guys.